showing everybody how to grow their confidence One for all and gold like Donovan Gold So we go Beyond the game Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Beyond the Game podcast. This is the Leadership Academy. Romans 1 verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. I absolutely love the direction that this podcast is about to go. Deanne Tabaza brings her passion, she brings her energy, and she will show us her source boldly and unashamed. Deanne, how are you doing? I am well on this glorious day. We have had sun, but it's now a little bit cloudy, but we're not complaining. Exactly. Um, but thank you so much for this opportunity, Sheffield. Thank you. Oh, no, I, I'm so, so happy to to have you on this podcast. And, you know, I got to know you a little bit through my wife, Brenda, and uh, we got connected through her and working with your company, Imara, and, and we can talk about Imara in a second. And then now we're working on a project that's going to impact a community of people that truly need it, right? And so I'm, I'm super excited to talk to you about your passions, your projects, your organization, and and leadership as a whole. And, and you're someone that I've seen in that role and someone who I've seen do a phenomenal job in that role. And so I'm so excited to, to have you speak words of wisdom to me and everybody listening. That's amazing. Thank you. It's funny because like I, you don't see yourself as a leader until someone, you know, as yourself you just mentioned, like I just do what I love, what God has put in my heart. So it's a, it's a great honor and, and mm-hmm. honor people to see that. That's Thank awesome. You. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Deanne. And, you know, let's talk to us a little bit about you. Who is Deanne? <laughs> Who is Deanne? I am originally born and raised in Congo DRC, moved here in Canada with my family uh, when I was seven years old. Um, you know, I had such a great uh, vision for their kids to just prosper, not only to, you know, go through this life, but they wanted to also see us succeed. So we moved from Congo to here. So they finished their school and then they got us started in school as well. So for me, who I am, I am a Christ follower. I am Amen. super earth. I love fitness. I love people. I, it's funny because some people are like, oh, you really like people? I'm like, yeah, like people are amazing. People are so complex. You can learn so many things from anyone you, you meet on the street, whether them being a child or someone older, doesn't matter where they're coming from. I think just people, how God created each and every one of us is so beautiful. So yeah, that's on a nutshell who I am. I am, I live here in Vancouver. Um, it's such a been, it's been a blessing because God relocated us from Ottawa, Ontario to Vancouver with my family, not knowing his plans, but we came to to find out that he called my my family into ministry um, and he has given me a vision as Chaka said for my business in my health and we are just a business of holistic health so we want to impact and empower um, the community to see health as a as a unit rather than just focus on your physique you know mm-hmm. in this this world like you know we are going to perish one one time but we we should also put that same energy in our spiritual health we should that energy and our mental health you know god created us as a whole Mm -hmm. so it's not that we should only focus on the number of skills so that's what i'm trying to impact in our community and god willing seeing how that will go in the year to come 
that that's amazing that that's amazing thank you for for bringing all those pieces you know i'm like you said you said you moved to canada when you're seven i think i'm more of an imprint than you i moved to canada when i was 10. <laughs> so and then it's a very very similar stories you know you moved to you moved to ottawa we moved to toronto and then you moved to vancouver i moved to vancouver and so it's it's a very very interesting how that our, our paths kind of crossed from from one way or another you know and it's really i i love how your family just moved in faith you know you don't know what god's plan is you don't know what's coming next for you but you chose to take that step that blind faith you know chose to take that step into blind faith and trust god with what's happening and he's truly blessed your family for it you know and yeah so it's amazing i remember crying i'm like god what's going on even my my, my parents as well they were well established in the community in their career so as you mm. said to really trust God, you need to fully trust in Him. You yeah. know, we may not see the vision, we may not even understand in the, in the process, but God has fulfilled, continues to fulfill His word, and we mm -hmm. are have it any other way. So, absolutely, it's purpose rather than trying to, you know, strive for your own ambition. So, that's what that's amazing. That's amazing. Now, thank you, thank you for that. Um, now leadership you have taken on a role whether by choice or right or not you've taken on roles of leadership in your life can you explain what leadership is to you absolutely um leadership was i just like even thinking about that question before we started and i can sum it up as it being an individual who's charismatic who mm -hmm. is knowledgeable courageous um, to impact a group of individuals in society to be better, you know, mm -hmm. or in just individuals. So um, I would not classify a um, leader as someone who's mature, like older, because sometimes we have that impression that like, oh, a leader has to be of this certain age, this certain status, but a child can be a leader, you know, mm -hmm. you know, how David, how God called David, he was a young boy, right? So. Mm -hmm. God calls you from early age and whether or not you accept that call, well, it, it will manifest itself. But yeah, I can see that a leader has those kind of qualities. It can be other qualities as well, mm -hmm. but the, yes, the notion would be to impact other people. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a leader because they want to receive glory or, you know, they want people to worship them. You're not really impacting anyone mm -hmm. um, in that manner. So I think that would be my definition. Mm -hmm. of leadership yeah that, that's that's amazing you, you know you mentioned you mentioned david being being a young boy when, when when he was called and i think i think of even some of the 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 young people of of today i think of um greta who's having huge impacts on the, the environment and speaking out on climate change you know and we, we think we think about all the the young people who have mobilized even think about this like this generation gen z yeah. Gen, Gen Z, I think of y'all and like for first thing people think about is like y'all crazy, but you got you guys have no fear. If you see something growing wrong in the world, you step out, you make the change, you mobilize people, you you go, you do your protesting, you research your, your uh the topics and you go and they go out and make this change. And I think it's amazing to see kind of as the generations go as generations go on in time um you know people may be thinking oh these these kids don't know what it was they don't know what they're living for but that's the world we're living in like we mm -hmm. as I, you know, our parents 
struggled and did what they had to do to get by. And then when we come, when we come along, we see some things that we don't like. So we, we step up, but then the next generation, they see even more. So they're going to step up and do their thing. Right. So you're completely right. You don't have to be an older person to be a leader. It's wow. it, you, you have to step into that calling. It's something that, that anybody can experience, but you, you have to choose it and step into it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I agree with you with what you said about Generation um, Z. Like, people may classify them, they're so radical, like, you know, mm. they're most people, like, no, but like, if they have an agenda in mind, they are, mm. they're, they're impactful. As um, mm. I think I was talking to a friend of mine, or I don't know if it was you or someone, but I was saying how even companies nowadays, like social media, how impactful um, this generation has transformed social media because mm-hmm. like company, for example, they're not really that's di- di- like in terms of their the company, they're not diversifying mm-hmm. um, or their staff or, you know, certain things will kind of be addressed. Right. Mm-hmm. And then that's like, okay, you know what, we kind of have to, um, whether they're like it or not, they will kind of have to change and see things from their perspective because generation, they, it, they're the one, they're huge consumers. So they, kind of lead the market or the economy exactly right? yeah they're a great group of people once they have a passion about something they will ride with you <laughs> absolutely absolutely no, I, I love love this generation love to see where the world is going full of passionate people full of people ready to make change um how did you come up with your with your definition of leadership you know i i know that over over time uh we kind of pick and pick and choose of the, the pieces of information that we that stick with us um so in your in your experience how did you come up with your definition i took a lead ironically in my undergrad and prior to that i did not know those different types of leadership because being a leader is just, there's just one definition mm-hmm. but then about various definition of leadership and one that kind of resonated with me is the leader that is not like for example if if he's a in a line, he's not the he's not um, at the beginning. He's within, like he is mm-hmm. with. The, he's being a role model while helping, while doing the work himself or herself as well. So again, going back to what I said about not being on a pedestal, um, that way you can kind of command and order, and you feel like mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm a leader. But it's more so on how you lead and and how people would like to be led. You know, it's for them to realize that okay, this leader that has great qualities that that person's like me. You know, mm-hmm. like they're showing the people who are being led how to do a certain thing, empowering them. You know, encouraging them and um, relating with them as well. I think a leader who can relate to a group of people, they are able to. Um, have such a profound relationship and transformative uh, manner with people that way again it's not like for example let me just <laughs> give an example like how god came to this world right jesus christ mm-hmm. came to the world him being god you know he was seated at the right side hand of god mm-hmm. but came to be like one of us so we can relate so that's why you know I wouldn't say Christianity is a religion per se. You wouldn't, I wouldn't, but that's a whole nother um, topic. <laughs> we have a relationship with our creator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that leadership course really, truly um, kind of like opened up my eyes. I'm like, wow, yeah, it's not about being, it's not being, it's just about being in command and, you know. Exactly. It's about literally being what one with people. Yes. 
as well. So yes. Yeah. Yes, that no, I, think, I think that's so important. You know, um, uh, one thing I've learned through, throughout doing these these podcasts with, with people is that relationships are so important when it comes to leadership. People have to be able to trust you, and if they see you, you know, they see you living life the way they do, they see you going through the same thing, they see you experiencing life the same way they do, then that 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 trust is built, and that allows them to you know, be able, be able to, to, to follow in, in essence, you know what I mean? So I think I like, I like that a lot. I really, really like that a lot. Now, when I think of, you know, when, when one, one example that I've really kind of really stuck with me is, you know, I, I see this picture of, of a wolf pack, right. And I've, you know, see, see this wolf pack, um, you know, the, the, the wolf pack is, is in one line and they're going, they're trotting along doing their thing. And, you know, people may think that the, the leader of the wolf pack is at the front, the leader of the wolf pack is at the back, making sure that no one gets left behind, making sure that no one, uh, you know, feels, feels isolated, but everybody's together and they're, we're, we're going through this. No, they may not see necessarily everything's coming in front. They may not get there at the end because typically it's, it's the, some of the older ones, but they want to make sure that everybody is, is taken care of. Everybody is, um, is, is, you know, every, everybody gets to where they need to go. And and they and they will fight off everybody. Anything's coming behind. They will make sure that uh, things get done the way the way they're supposed to get done. I think that's some, that's something that's also really stuck with me. That's awesome. And even yeah. just thinking about like the sport growing, growing. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. kind of like, think that the team leader. I don't know. I honestly don't know the t- the terminologies. But the team leader would be at the back. Um, mm-hmm. If correct me if I'm wrong. And then they're the one kind of manipulating how mm-hmm. where the goes right so just mm-hmm. the same that you just gave um i think sometimes yes you to be at the front you, you may see better or not but like also being at the back you're able to encourage because someone yeah. who you let's say if you're at the front you would not know that your team members are you know discouraged or they're tired but yeah if you're there you're encouraging them exactly right? exactly yeah i think i think a really a really um big big part of what i'm learning from from all these conversations i'm having is that there's so many different types of leadership so many different types of leadership and that's and that's where understanding people comes in if you if you know the people you know around you then you know what type of leadership is needed in that point because you'll have people who are more assertive and you have people who are more laid back you have people who don't like to be yelled at and you have people who need the extra extra you know energy right and so uh understanding people understanding what type of leadership needs to be in this moment and then understanding your own strengths you know not like personally i i i'm not a yeller i i don't do that that's not me i'm someone who's going to to try to you know talk to someone and, and lead and lead by example but also encourage someone and try to lift them up in that way or or try to just make sure that they have everything that they need to 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 succeed, right? I feel like my my type of leadership is servant leadership. That's that's the way. That's the example I've seen through Jesus. That's the example I've seen through my my parents, and that's the example that I try to leave with with the, you know the youth in my care and and my family and and, and all of that. So um, you know, finding finding your strengths and finding where you kind of lie, I think that is so key in leadership. Yeah, that's so. Honestly, everything you said, I can relate. Yes. Servanthood yes. is so important because that mm-hmm. way you learn as well. Uh, not only lead, but learn 
and making you a great leader to learn. <laughs> yes, so. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, can you? Are there any leaders just kind of come off, off the top of your head that you would admire? Um, I would say several. One, as you mentioned, Jesus Himself. Mm-hmm. I'll say my father. Um, great um, figures like uh, Nelson Mandela or Martin mm-hmm. Luther King. Um, these, as you said, they recognize their their God given gift. Martin mm-hmm. Luther King, great. He he was great in like giving presentation, like speaking mm-hmm. as a pastor. So he had mm-hmm. a lot of qualities that he used to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was he did not you know try to kind of like um, make himself as another type of leader. No, but he used what he he had to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, my father being a man of God himself, but the same kind of like leadership that you mentioned about servanthood, he is mm-hmm. the type of he would, it doesn't matter about his titles, not doesn't matter about his accomplishment. He will mm-hmm. humble himself um, and lead in that manner and he will relate, he will connect with people um, because that's just how God has constructed his heart to use mm-hmm. very soft, but at times he, he can be assertive, but mm-hmm. um, he is very, he leads by example, even, yes. you know, having three sons and me being the only daughter, we learn so much from him because he always leads by example. He doesn't mm-hmm. tell you what he cannot do or um, something that he is not, you know, also implemented in his life. He can't be a hypocrite in that manner. So I think mm-hmm. you can't lead someone if you're a hypocrite. Hypocrisy does not inspire anyone. No. Um, lead by example and that way also lead by passion you know mm-hmm. you can't just lead lead um someone or you can't just be a leader in something that you're not truly passionate about yes. you know not for the sake of money or, or no just for the sake of humanity just for the mm-hmm. sake of you know equality or whatever it may be anything that's good um mm-hmm. because people see that people see that oh you know you're being authentic or you're being fake and then mm-hmm. that that process easier or harder for you to lead that group of people. So definitely. Yes, exactly. No, that's that's amazing. No, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Now let's 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 shift into Imara a little bit. Let's talk about <laughs> Imara. Now you you mentioned earlier that it's a holistic a holistic health organization, and um, you talked about how you uh you you service you service one's body uh mind and and spirit can we talk about um the people you the people that you're working with so um you know the your your counselors can let's can we can we talk about them and and how they also are integrated into imara absolutely her name is golda she is the she's a registered counselor and when i approached her in pearl at the time I knew that they will be such an implementable part of the business because Mm. of how they not only leave their life, but also in their profession. So Mm. going back to what Imara stands for, just holistic health, but also wholeness and health. Mm -hmm. As a counselor, um, Golda would, you know, not only treat you with the mental disorder and just treat you as such, um, she would look at the whole kind of like um, profile. Okay, um, how not only that mental health may be genetic, but there's other factors that come in play, whether it's your family upbringing, whether it's mm-hmm. your environment, whether 
it's your self-esteem you know she looks at a whole of a person yes. and then the personal training side as myself i train um clients who i not only focus on the on the scale because even in my own fitness journey you know in the beginning i was fixated on the, on the number i was fixated mm -hmm. on body thought was was beautiful and it was sort of difficult because from an african background god created me with like you know what's differently from another person so i was in high school and my friends were um coming from an asian background i'm um, from a caucasian background so again i was literally depriving myself to look like them but then once i realized um you know what god created me how i am i should love and appreciate how i am mm -hmm. so that the passion of being able to work on that inner strength and that physical strength um that's where it kind of like began and that way mm -hmm. um clients i'm focused mm -hmm. on encouraging them and empowering them from that standpoint like you are more than your your, your looks you know mm -hmm. you are beautiful you're smart you know you know, there's other things that they are able to focus on as well as, you know, just having um, a healthy body, a functional body um, mm -hmm. with a number on the scale. So that's mm -hmm. much how I came to be. I, I absolutely love, I absolutely love that. And what does Imara mean? Like the, the, the name, I know you told me once before and I saw <laughs> it, I'm like, whoa, that's, that. yeah, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, no, it, it's a Swahili um, name. Um, and for people, I guess the listeners don't know, but one of the languages that's um, spoken in Congo is Swahili. Um, so it means strong individual. Mm -hmm. When I came across that, that name, I'm like, this is exactly what I want to empower people to be strong, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, spiritually. Mm -hmm. um, because, yeah, it's like we, we should not... Um, Again, going back to just the health component, health is not defined as the absence of disease, right? One mm -hmm. cannot be, should not, uh, or it's it's hard to just look at about some an individual and be like, oh, that person is that person is healthy based on their appearance. If they're smaller, mm -hmm. that person is unhealthy because of the larger frame. No, it can it can completely be the opposite, where maybe the larger individual is healthy mentally at least mm -hmm. once that component is healthy i believe then then everything kind of have a, a trickle effect because mm -hmm. mental health um affects our physical health our physical health affects our spiritual health you know thing is just tied together yes um so in means um strong strong individual that's yeah. awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, learn something new today. I didn't know that the, you speak you speak Swahili in in the Congo. So that's that's good to know. Yeah. Oh, good to know. Awesome. Um, now, now, talk to me about your role. You are you are the owner and founder of of Imara. Um, in your role, what does it look like like on a day to day basis? Yeah. Um, on a day to day basis, honestly, like because I just launched. Well. Imara was birthed um, a year ago, so the day-to-day -day basis is just me learning about business, mm -hmm. um, the business component um, in regards to marketing, in regards to social media, in regards to website design. There's, so there's, I'm literally learning a lot of things at the same time, while mm -hmm. <laughs> um, training a few clients um, on the side. 
and then as well as trying to plan what the several years is going to look like again by day so I ask God God just give me <laughs> clear guidance and wisdom because sometimes I feel like I don't know what I'm doing but it's all a learning process mm-hmm. um, and um friends and family have been super supportive and that has inspired me because for, ironically enough I don't think I would have um started a business if I just sat with my insecurity and sense that oh, I'm not a leader I don't mm-hmm. have this ability I don't have this quote who am I you know mm-hmm. um, but, um like I said parents and friends have been super supportive yeah uh, in that matter so yeah absolutely no you're completely right the support system is is so so key having your team around you to support you having uh family and the community to support you in this makes all of a difference you know and allows you to be you allows you to be that leader to guide the ship you know and so that's that's awesome that's really cool and i can just even um add to what you said prior taking leap of faith right so in any calling that god calls us to 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 walk into he does not expect us to walk into that confidence in ourselves like i got it you know i have mm-hmm. this and this then i'm gonna start this business i'm gonna answer this call no we are dependent on him so once you feel that you've been called to do certain things as you just as you mentioned just said just start just start doing what you need you can do and god um, take care of the rest put everything in place right exactly exactly it's, it's great to see that you know you have you took that loop of faith and how god is establishing you um to see how you, you have come this far and how the the trajectory of where you're going mm-hmm. stoppable right so you don't mm-hmm. know thank you so yeah yeah exactly Thank you. You know, I think I think there's there's no better example to look at than, than Moses. You know, God mm-hmm. God tells you know Moses leave, leaves Egypt and goes to the desert and uh, you know live, he's living his best life, doing his thing, and then God all of a sudden calls to him and is like, "Go speak to Pharaoh." And Moses is like, "Who me? <laughs> not 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 I, not me with a stutter that can't speak." And so and and then God's like, "Are you dumb? Go and speak. I I will take care of you. Go." And so, and, and then, and then Moses goes and tells Pharaoh to do is to let people go. And, and Pharaoh's like, I'm, I'm not doing that. And then God's like, you know what, don't worry, we'll take care of this. And so, you know, one by one plagues come. And then eventually Pharaoh's like, then Pharaoh's like, all right, get, go, just leave us. And, you know, and so, um, oversimplified version for those who don't know the story, but, <laughs> but you, you know, that, well, that's exactly it. The, the fact is, the fact of the matter is Moses didn't have, anything that he needed other than God, right? And and God provided. And you know, and, and just, you know, to your to your point, Deanne, you know, we we don't have what it takes, but God will provide, you know, and just take taking that leap of faith and making it happen at the end of the day. So that's that's awesome to think about. You're gonna preach you know we're, we're going to church on the podcast. I love this. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love oh that's so good. That's so, so good. <laughs> now, when did you take on your role at, at Imara? When when did you launch Imara? I launched it um, March, March of last year in That's a pandemic. But like, <laughs> honestly, it's, um, yeah, I launched it in March and it's, it's, it's been great because it, although with the whole pandemic, um, we, thankfully we live in, in, uh, in a country where we have 
a lot of resources to meet and connect and reach out to people. So um, right now our services mostly are um, virtual, but once you know we are free from to the outside world, um, <laughs> um, the goal or the dream is to have um, a place where it will be a clinic where mm. um, you know it can be downstairs you're working on fitness there's nutrition there's counseling they're just community i just want to create community where people um have a place to go to to be able to um receive the help that they need so yeah last even March, but i'm grateful for the team i'm grateful for gold shout out to golda um and also for pearl as well for mm -hmm. just their their leadership as well because i have learned a lot from them as well and it's not again going back on our definition it's not that oh, i'm the leader i'm the ceo i get to command no i i god knows my heart i try to humble myself to learn from them as well um and just for anyone who who like to give me a point of, of advice because they're coming from a place of love um and i'm not doing this just to acquire wealth because the wealth mm -hmm. that we acquire is going to be here on earth mm -hmm. um life is about just impacting people and exactly. a mark and doing what god has told you to do so that's mm -hmm. exactly and I, I love that i love that now let's let's talk a little bit about this project that we've been working on for the past how long has it been now it's been, <laughs> it's been some time it's been some time but this project is is something that that i think you know, like I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it, it's something that's going to impact so many people. You know, it's um, mm -hmm. essentially the the it, what it is. It's it's helping the, the the black community understand who we are as people. You know, try trying to to get past the the idea that that we. I don't want to say that we need something handed to us because like, I know, I know for a fact, people don't think we need something handed to us, but I, I do want to say that, you know, we're, we're going to make it happen for ourselves, no matter what obstacle has placed in front of us. Have we been held back from in, in society and other systemic issues? Yes. Mm -hmm. That no one's denying that we're, we're not, we're not looking to overthrow the government. We're not looking to ca cause complete tyranny. We're looking to build a community that is going to fight tooth and nail regardless and continue to fight tooth and nail and to educate uh, the masses on who you are as an individual and how we can build our own table. That's a, that's a term that I've coined. Um, meaning if there's, if there's no room for you at the table that people, that people are eating, build your own table. Build your own table. Exactly. So I want you to talk about a little bit more because it, it was your idea and then you reached out to people and uh, I'm so blessed to be part of this team. And um, no, I want you, can you please continue to speak on a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, wow. I think it was just, um, yeah, going back last year, 2020 was a difficult year mm -hmm. for everyone. Um, but a lot has been, one can take a lot from the year. A lot of lessons can be learned. Um, so yes, it was the beginning of the year where we unfortunately saw continuous um, stories about um, Black people or just maybe African-American because there were a lot of the situation was happening in America. Doesn't mm -hmm. say that, that doesn't happen here in Canada. So, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of uh, light was being shed in America because of the police brutality. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. I remember having a conversation. So weeks after weeks, I saw, I, keep, I, I see these things on Instagram and I would just, my heart would break every time to the point that I got numb, to the point that I don't, even, I wouldn't want to even go on Instagram because you would see and hear these stories and you feel so helpless and frustrated mm. and you would just would not know what to do. Mm -hmm. So I was speaking, ranting to my mom one day. I'm like, like, why is this the way it is? And you know, all these things. Um, and then I think it was in the in the um idea of just like the mental health, because I was fortunate, like I'm grateful to have parents who I'm able to talk about anything with them. And especially from mental health point of view, where you know this kind of topic is sort of taboo in our community. So a lot of um, maybe young boys or individuals don't have um, family members or in, in another individual to speak about certain matters. So I thought about why not have a webinar? Why not you know, create a space where you know, we're able to speak on these matter in a safe mm -hmm. environment, but not only speak, but empower, because it's not, it's not a pity party that, oh, this is being done to us. Oh, but then what are we gonna do about it? How can we empower each other? So I reached out to Shaka, no, sorry. I made a post um, saying I was looking for a male, a male to be an, on our panelist of a webinar that I was organizing. Funny enough, I went to school with Brenda. So Brenda is Shaka's wife. And she um, messaged me right at the time that you messaged me, which is funny enough, it was funny. Um, <laughs> She's like, yeah, my husband would be, this is something my husband would, you know, be interested in and stuff like that. So I'm like, this is great. And then I met, I responded to you because you also mentioned that you wanted to also take part. So mm -hmm. from then on, we've just been um, having discussions and organizing and planning because from the webinar, well, um, Shaka also mentioned like, okay, webinar is great, but how else can we continue, you know, impacting and, and, and uplifting? Mm -hmm what else can we do? And that's where um, you mentioned about the workshop. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was such a great idea because again, building that community, building that those relationships and, and for leaders in our communities to pass down that knowledge and, and resources to the yes. can be younger or older generation. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was such a great idea. So from there, we have been able to kind of like also reach out to other individuals within Vancouver locally or other places as well. Mm -hmm. So our vision by grace would be that we are, you know, um, once again, giving um, our people the space to heal from the mm -hmm. trauma that they have um, and endured for generations and mm -hmm giving them the resources to heal so um and also to just also to transform their lives as well right? mm -hmm. changing the mentality of seeing yourself as a survivor it's like oh i've survived this but you also have to see yourself as someone victorious exactly you know, so claim that victory exactly so mm -hmm. nutshell that is what we are planning we mm -hmm. we are excited to see what god is going to do with it and mm -hmm. what it's going to be um annually or however it may be we just mm -hmm. want impact because you're so passionate about that you know with your mentorship program with um beyond the game so i knew that you know with your um experience and your passion you make a great um not only just a panelist but a great partner um mm -hmm. and thank you thank you for for you know 
for being willing and working with me. So I appreciate it. No, thank you. I, I, I'm so, so excited. So, you know, summer 2021, it's going to be amazing. Um, honestly, this, this, this podcast is probably going to come out around that time. So we'll, we'll, we'll put, we'll put it out strategically. It'll be, it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> That's excellent. This is excellent. Now let's, let's get into a little bit more of your, of your motivations. Why do you do what you do? Like, what is it that gets you excited about, uh, Imara and, and, uh, gets you excited about, you know, working in the community? Mm-hmm, absolutely um why do I do what I do I just love again people <laughs> and I love to um because I guess in in over the years of just being you know whether it will be training someone or working with someone in other projects I'm always so humbled to hear how I have impact whether it's just my time or my service or my whatever has I've said to that particular individual um, their words really, truly impact me to see how much I've impacted them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I believe that's where my motivation comes from. I just, I just, um, I want to see everyone succeed. Um, I want to see people working together in um, unity. I want to see both men and women being confident with who they about what who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is. I guess where that passion comes from and being able to once again have knowing or just how incredible into my how they raise me whether mm-hmm. or not we have what we don't have there's just always that joy and peace that does not reside into you know materialistic things I could mm-hmm. say that yes God has blessed us super I'm grateful for that but my joy mm-hmm. is obviously the source of it is God and also just from the family and the love and the support. So mm-hmm. these things you can't really buy, you know? So keeping in mind that, you know, that's what I would want to leave behind as a legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, children to, to know that, you know, their mother impacted people in their lives in certain way. Because once you impact someone else's life, then they are able to impact others. So again, mm-hmm. it's on. Mm-hmm. Um, with that effect. So I think that should kind of be like the intention of what we do for each other um, in that aspect. So that's amazing. That that's amazing. You know, that ripple effect is so, so important. You know, we I I, I don't I don't think we re- a lot of people realize how big of an impact the smallest act of kindness can can be you know the the smallest act of 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 serving someone can can be you know, getting some getting some a cup of water when they look thirsty or buying them a cup of coffee opening a door smiling at someone you know these these are things that take little to no effort but can can but can seriously change the trajectory of someone's day and who knows maybe the course of their life you ne- you never know right and um and that's a really really interesting and a really cool side story um a few years ago i think five six years ago i was working i was working a camp at my church uh, we had a church summer camp it was it was you know we did it every year and i you know i was one of the leaders every year it was it was, it was awesome um and you know i at this time how old was i 
five years ago, six years ago, I was 21, 22. And I'm think I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm just I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll work the camp. No big deal. It's, uh, I'll you know be there be there for the kids and do my thing and so I'm you know I'm there kind of going through the motions and then um and then I go on um a couple of weeks ago I did a I did a, a talk online at a school in Ontario and I got a message on Instagram from this kid and he's like and he's like oh he's like no way this is you and in my head I'm like I don't I don't know who this is um before I continue, I'm mean, side story. One year, one year at camp, this kid he he gives me this 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 handwritten letter, um, and it's it was all about it's all about the weather for the week. It, he just had he was he wanted to be a weatherman or something like that, and he just had the weather for the week. I'm like, this is this is awesome. Like I don't like I don't care about anything else, but like he he did this for me. This is really nice, right? And so for for me, that was kind of some of my motivation to keep going because you see that you impact kids no matter what. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep doing it no matter what. Uh, fast forward to, to 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 this kid that messaged me. He's like, "No way, this is you." I'm like, uh, "Hi, yeah, I'm speaking at your school." He's like, "He's like, do you remember me? I I uh, you were my leader at this at this church camp five six years ago." I was like, "Oh, that that's pretty cool." And I again, I I didn't think anything of it because I'm like, I don't know who this kid is, but okay, you know, this is awesome. And then he, and then I told him like, Hey, you know, I'm so, I'm so sorry, man. Like, I don't remember much from the camp, except this one kid who drew me, who wrote me this letter and had the, the entire week's forecast on it. And he's, and he said, that was me. I was like, no way. I, my mind, my mind blew. I'm sitting here. I'm like, you're the kid who wrote me the letter. You're, you're one of the reasons why I keep doing what I'm doing because I see kids impact, like see kids impacted just by me showing up. So I show up with the intention of trying to just make someone's day. And like, he made my day just by, you know, giving me this letter. I'm like, I don't, no one gives me gifts. This is, this is so, this is so nice. Right. And so I'm like, I'm like, it just to see come back full circle uh, and to just see the, the, he, he probably had no idea what I was doing, but what he was doing by just giving me a little letter. Like he would just love, he would love the weather, but that really helped motivate me to keep going and keep working with kids and keep doing these camps and keep, you know, just essentially building beyond the game. And so, um, so I told him that and he, he was like, he's like, no way, no way that's true. I'm like, hundred percent that's true. Like, I'm pretty sure in my room back in, back in Oakville, Ontario, I still have that letter. I didn't throw it out. It's still there. So it was, it was just, it was awesome just to, to, to see. It was really cool. Um, and it just goes, goes to show that, you know, again, the smallest things have the biggest impacts. Exactly. Oh Absolutely. my God. Oh, I could cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so yeah i think honestly. i can add to um because sometimes we feel like we come into this world and you know life just gets difficult and you may feel like you're alone in this world and depending where you live for example some people who live in vancouver have said that you're so lonely here like people feel even before pandemic people feel isolated mm. people feel they don't have connections with you know anyone whether it's like family yeah co-workers they see here and there, but no one would really truly know them deep um, from mm -hmm. the surface. So um, yeah, no, for people to be able to, as you said, doesn't take anything from for you to just smile at someone or you mm -hmm. know have a conversation with them, ask how they're doing or whatever it may be. So that way we don't feel like oh we're all alone in this world or you know no one really cares about me or doesn't you know no like we 
as as social um, human beings, God created us for to fellowship, for relationship, mm-hmm. not exactly. only with Him but with each other. So we mm-hmm. wouldn't, you know, life would lose its meaning if we were all just in our own little corner doing our own, trying to be like, oh, I'm going to be the first this and this and this. But you don't have people to um, celebrate with you, or to build you up, to, or to confine with. You know, we need each other. So. That's amazing for a child to just impact you and motivate you to do something that um, you're doing now would be on the game to give him back. That's incredible. Exactly. Exactly. No, I I absolutely loved it. It was such, such, such a great feeling. Such a great feeling. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so what what's what's next for you and and your journey? I know there's a lot going on. Um, I don't necessarily mean like you know, what's what's your next role, but like what what is next in the journey for Deanne when it comes to Imara um, or anything else that you're working on? Yeah, honestly, I still praying about that because I'm like, oh, but what next? Yeah. Or just speak me, or just for me to just be walking in purpose. You know, sometimes mm. sometimes get either carried away when God gives you a vision and you're like, okay, God, I got this. I got, you know, and then you put him behind. It's like, no, you let him lead. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, spend hours be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. This is how Mara's going to feed. But then if, if it's not aligned to what God has called it to be, then one, you're limiting yourself because Mm -hmm. with God, everything and all things are possible but with my own strength and knowledge i'm so limited so i would yeah. rather uh, let him lead um than lean on my own understanding because exactly again, i'm just learning i'm learning about everything um that i'm doing but what i can say hopefully um i mentioned about the clinic or just the space mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we have a space where we are able to give give these services to um, people in our community and still work virtually for people who uh, may be internationally, but yes. um, where you're able to train your body, um, learn about nutrition. And what's cool, because I'm thinking about people are coming from all different types of cultures. So it's not like mm-hmm. living in Canada, we're just eating mac and cheese and what, no, we're like, for example, <laughs> I'm <actually> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. we have, um, different ways of or just a different dish and knowing mm-hmm. that for others so but um giving that knowledge about like i said about just the quality of food and how to prepare certain things you don't have to necessarily eat um salad or whatever again removing that notion that I'm, i have to limit myself or to mm-hmm. look at um and then workshop as you said counseling we mm-hmm. want um, truly empower and educate and give that um, those resources that knowledge to people that way they can be able to you know be the best version of themselves um, absolutely so clinic hopefully god's grace uh, i don't know if i'm going to go i'm also a registered kinesiologist not only a business owner but i do work at the clinic at the moment mm-hmm. um, i'm just praying to god in that career side of things where he would like me to go um whether it's to go back to school for more schooling um occupational mm-hmm. therapy that's one of the things i may consider um so that would yeah i'll need to pray about that and see what mm-hmm. say about that but yeah essentially absolutely. the future is in god's hands amen and, uh, absolutely what he has in store so 
Yeah. Absolutely. And I love that. And we'll be praying for you as well, because that's hey, I, the, the, the struggle to get into school is, is, is a real one. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll be praying for direction. We'll be praying for doors to open and that, that, you, that you just know where God wants you to go. So that's, we will, that's definitely a prayer request for us as well. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yes, of course. Like I saw a quote. It's like there is um no shortcuts to life. And I'm gonna re I'm kind of related to the spiritual aspect. There's no mm-hmm. shortcuts in life because once if you do take shortcuts, then you you arrive at a destination unprepared, mm. um qualified, right? And so even with the how God leads us, you know, yes, he is it's a process of sanctification, it's a process mm-hmm. of of, a, of his will coming to pass in your life but he cares about the 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 process you know mm-hmm. that's taking place rather than you reaching a destination you know but you're not really transformed then in, in a sense like what's it's not what's the point but i see that god does take his time with us mm-hmm. and, um, the, the roads that he's taking us he truly wants us to shape us and mold us and as you said you know sometimes we may be we may not really see the significance of what, what we're going through we're asking like god okay i'm going through this mm-hmm. not by me but like okay what do you want me to take from this because mm-hmm. he's always preparing you for the next step ahead so once you reach there you already have the knowledge and the the tools that you need to help you overcome for the next step so yes. yeah i've thank god for going through difficult times oh my god i i, I needed that because i've seen you in yeah. another did something from another light that mm-hmm. would you know, strengthen your faith as well so absolutely absolutely you know gee we, we we've gone to church today and back we, <laughs> we have hope on bible studies i'm sitting here like whoo my spirit is beautiful. I honestly, I love, I love these conversations because it's it's a side, it's a side that people don't necessarily see in in that you know we're we're not ashamed of 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 who we are. We're not ashamed of Jesus. So we're gonna we're gonna speak about it, right? Exactly. And uh, you know, it's uh, it, I feel like it, it opens doors. It allows people to think outside of their perspective. You know, if people haven't heard, if people haven't heard the name of Jesus, people haven't heard about these different you know lessons that that we're learning through our lives people haven't heard anything about the bible we've we've touched on it every every one of those today you know so yeah we've we've got it <laughs> exactly exactly so i i absolutely love this i absolutely love this um can, can we talk a little bit about success and what it looks like to you everybody has their own definition but to to deanne what is success success is about honestly living or becoming who I was created to be mm, mm-hmm. um as I said I'm so grateful to God to have a relationship with him mm-hmm. and this and yes we may we, we we can say that we're young but but even younger but um that way we are not kind of wasting time that okay in our 2030s we're just you know, grinding, going to work nine to five, but we're, it's not purposeful. Like it's, mm-hmm. you were created to understand that you were created for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So everything that God is bringing to your life, it's it's adding to the, his will. So going mm-hmm. back to what, how I'm grateful um, is because even in this moment of time where I have, I'm working, I'm doing it more, I'm always checking in, God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, because that way I can count that as success that, you know, I was able to 
um, walking purpose, I was able to, you know, fulfill what I was created to, to, to do in this life. So it's not about money. Money comes and goes. Anything in the Bible says everything and anything um, will, will, is temporary, but God's word will continue to stand. Amen. So yes, we Lord. must, you know, focus on the things that are important and that's the thing things of God and um, yeah, that, that's what my definition of success, an individual who is doing what they were created to do in this world. Exactly, I love yeah. that. I, I absolutely love that, you know? And so um, to finish off, we have, you know, if if someone was looking to step into a leadership role in, 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 in any capacity, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I wrote this down. So I hope everyone <laughs> knows in favor. <laughs> Um, I wrote down that my advice would be to be authentic, let your passion speak for itself and be prepared mm -hmm. to learn how to serve others mm -hmm. and share with others who may be better than you. So one, being authentic, going about when I said people and especially younger generation, they will know when you're, you're not being authentic or when you're being faithful, when you have mm -hmm. motive, you know? That passion has to come from within and you have to be transparent and honest about it. And then secondarily, let your passion speak for itself. Again, you know, us doing what we're doing, you doing um, Beyond the Game, me doing Amara. Yes, we're putting in the work, but then people who are following us, they see that passion. They yes. see that um, drive that we have to believe in what we are doing. So that passion goes a long way. Mm -hmm. And then um lastly to, to be prepared to learn from mm. others yes you know? a leader does not someone who has all the knowledge it's like no you are a leader yes but also learning that you um can learn as well from others mm -hmm. and being okay with that and you know learning or even transferring the, the skills that you have to someone else that is yes. also in itself and that's also leadership because you understand that this is not, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for the greater good of, of society. Of humanity. The, the goal in itself, it's bigger than you. Um, mm -hmm. So being able to be humble about that, being authentic and let your passion speak for itself. So blah, blah, blah. that's something that I can encourage someone who is looking to step into a leadership role um, and just, you know, having a good support system as myself mm -hmm. and Jack friends and family on uh, God having someone who can anchor you because it's yes. not easy. it's not it's not easy, uh -uh. It's not easy. and you may be you know the pressure may come to to try to succumb to the world but no if God has given you a certain vision mm -hmm. it's not a case like he's giving you a, a a unique vision for you to fulfill so being courageous enough to be able to stand your ground, even though people yes. may know or reject you, may not understand what mm -hmm. it is, but just being able to be courageous. Exactly, exactly. You know, I think I think that's so so important. You know, you know, I I, I love exactly what you said because the Bible says the Bible says be bold and courageous. In Joshua one verse nine, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I think 
I think that's the perfect place to end off because that, that just sums up everything we talked about, you know, you know, being you know, with people, being relatable, being having that that relationship and having the trust and having building that community. And at the end of the day, going in, in courage, knowing that God has your back and has the way already paved, you know, and I think and I think that's that's just that that's just all the encouragement someone 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 needs. That's all the encouragement I need, to be honest with you. Like I know that's I know that and people people may me need to see it. And you know, that's where we come in. That's where we step into that role. And that's where we go ahead and be that ex- example for them. If they see it and they they trust it, so be it. You know? Wow. Woo. I'm blessed. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh my God. So oh, good. this was so amazing. Good. Deanne, thank you so so much for for being part of this podcast. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's a pleasure. May God yes. continue to establish you and, you know, expand your territories. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Different names for success, but we gon' taste. Keeping metal on tango, me okay. Gold medals round next, CFL ranks, Bell Kings, Queens, BTG, repeat, rotate.